Hey, tournament time in Indiana showcases clutch plays and performances that bring communities together. Kind of like an insurance agent that covers all your needs. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance is the one agent that can handle everything life throws at you. They offer home, auto, life, farm and crop, business, renter's insurance, as well as other financial products to all Hoosier families. And you know your local agent. Well, if you listen to Birdie's Bourbon and Basketball, you know that's Travis, and he's been part of the Martin County business community for many years, striving to provide his clients with the best coverage for their situation. And don't forget all the local sports and activities he supports in the community, a true community partner. Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance is on a mission to do more than simply provide products and services. Their family is intent on protecting your family. Whatever your financial or insurance needs are, one agent will handle all of what will help you sleep at night knowing you, your family, and your stuff is protected. Call 812-295-3129. See the team at their 304 JFK Avenue location in Lagodi, or contact them through their Facebook page. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And welcome to another episode of the B3 Pod. Thank you for tuning in again. And like you heard in the clip there, Bari believed that they will win, and they won. Again, a regional title, eighth in school history. We will have head coach Josh Thompson had a phone-in interview with him just a little bit earlier, so we'll get that on here and talk about what's up for the Bari Vikings and a few other things. But first... Back in the studios, Mr. Blake Burkhart. What's up? How are you, man? Great. Good to have you back in. And, and Good after, to be back. After being hounded on social media, making promises, I think there was one thrown out there, Barry wins a regional, and so I thought it was time to introduce uh, the Hot Tub Time Machine guys to the world. There's people in several different countries that live, listen to this podcast. Brought to you by Travis Breton, Indiana Farm Thank Bureau Insurance. Thank God we're not in a hot tub. That's all I know. We are not in a hot tub. Thank God they're clothed. But I would like to introduce and welcome to the studio Jordan Graber. Hey, thanks for having us. And Tyler Schulteis. Hello, hola. How are you guys? I am. I'm good. Pretty good. After dreaming about this, the high standards of entering the Country Oak studio, you finally made it. This 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 is top notch here, isn't it? Isn't it great? Yep the uh, the the uh, a whole staff of interns working there, looking up things and researching and serving us drinks and food. It's it's quite a quite a deal here at the Country Oak <laughs> Studio. Blake, <laughs> let's start with you. Welcome back to the studio. Thank you, buddy. I'm glad to be back. We we I wanted to thank everybody for all the the phone calls, the texts, wondering what in the heck was going on, and uh, we're back. The show's not going anywhere, and um, couple changes here and there, but uh, so far we're, we're moving forward. But I want to thank everybody that reached out and uh, For sure. and ask, and we're we're moving forward. Um, we had uh, the three of us started something really good, and we'll keep going with it. We're sailing on. 
We are sailing on. Oh, I like that. A, coo- a cougar Damn, saying that. that, uh, that kind of hurt. I'm sorry. I, can we edit that out? No. No, we're not editing that out. We're, matter of fact, we're live. No. But anyway, thanks for listening on a Monday morning or a Tuesday or whenever the hell you're listening to this, but we're glad you're here. Um, we'll go, let's go right now to that Josh Thompson interview, and then we'll come back with reaction from the guys on that, and uh, we will be right back after the head coach of the Bari Vikings, Josh Thompson. Hey, on the line is the regional winning coach of the Bari Vikings, Coach Josh Thompson. How are you, my man? I'm doing great, Brian. Thanks for having me on today. Pretty good day yesterday, huh? Yes, it was a it was a great day to be a Viking. Not that, not that any day is a bad day to be a Viking, but yesterday was an extra special day, um, and uh, it was our eighth regional championship uh, for the program. Wow. And it was also my son's eighth birthday. So uh, the stars kind of aligned for Griffin yesterday. Wow, happy birthday to Griffin and, and a big celebration for you guys yesterday. Um, I, I would say as dominating, I didn't look at every score in the state, but I got to think as dominating a day as anybody had. Uh, started off with Trinity Lutheran. Anything surprise you there? You jumped right out on them and, and just didn't look back. No, no, we didn't. Um I, I thought Brian going in, and this is no disrespect to um, Lanesville, um, you know, and Coach Miller. I, I told him before the game, I said, you know, uh, Mike, I said, no matter how this game goes tonight, whether we win, whether we lose, um, no matter the outcome, I said, I respect the heck out of you and, and your program and the way he's done things over the years as uh, coach down there of the Eagles. But – I felt like Trinity Lutheran was the best of the three teams besides Barry. Okay. And, um, you know, and, and I think they showed that at times. Um, I just thought defensively we were really good um, uh, there in the morning game. And uh, the, the thing that our guys have been doing, Brian, that, that uh, I think makes us really good defensively is for a 1A team, we're really long. Right. We're really long. Yeah. And, and we're forcing people when they do get into the lane, which, you know, I'm going I'm to tell a little, uh, a little philosophy lesson here. And, and the, the coach that I heard this from didn't say it as politically correct as I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, but he said, you know, the lane is like your girlfriend's driveway. You don't want anybody else's car in that lane besides yours. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I could just imagine how that went the other direction. <laughs> yeah. So – so anyway, that's that's our defensive philosophy is we don't want to let people in the lane, but you know, people are going to get in there. It, it's it, it's a game of angles, yep. and people are going to get into the lane. And what our guys have been doing a really good job of is doing what we call walling up and getting the chest out and getting the hands up and forcing guys to really make tough finishes over the top. Mm-hmm. And and I thought against Trinity Lutheran, you know. Offensively, we were we were bad, man. We we were turning the ball over yesterday. Yep. Um, but what saved us in the first half against Trinity, and people were like, "Well, man, they missed a lot of layups and, and shots in the lane." Yeah, they did, but a lot of that had to do with our length. Gotcha. And uh, guys doing what they needed to do. Uh, but yeah, I thought they were a good basketball team. They had a lot of injuries uh, early in the year, yeah. and uh, you know I think they were like one and nine at one point. But over their last 15, 16 games, they were like 13 and three. Oh, I got you. So, or, you know, 12 and 12 and three in their last 15 or something like that. But yeah. um, they, they concern me with their length and athleticism as well. 
I just thought that, that after that first half, uh, being up 10 or 11 there at halftime, and then we really kicked it in gear in the second half, and I thought Kurt was really phenomenal in the second half of that first game. You guys are becoming a, an incredible third-quarter team. Yeah, I, I don't know really what the reason for that is, Brian. Um, now, I, I can tell you that we had a little come-to-Jesus meeting at Bloomfield at halftime, mm-hmm. um, and that might have had a little something to do with our defensive prowess in the third quarter at Bloomfield. But out, outside of that game, I really don't know what the reason is for that. And and I'd like to see us here next week get off uh, to the type of start that we got off to uh, against Lanesville, so we don't need such a, a third-quarter rush. But you know, hey, if we're going to be a really good third quarter team coming out, um, and we get off to a good start, I like that. Yeah, I, it, it, you, you mentioned Lanesville. I, I didn't obviously see the Lanesville game, I, but I did did a little uh, Google and ended up on Facebook and found the Lanesville radio station. So I listened to quite a bit of that because I'm, I'm good friends with the Willsies, and so I wanted to hear some of that game. And I'm going by them, and they were in a a very excitable broadcasting crew. Let me tell you, but. Uh, did did you get to see that in person or on tape? And did they show you things? Because it sounded like they were playing some pretty good basketball against day school. Yeah, they did. And we, we hung around for that. And, you know, I'll tell you what, it, it, it's amazing now technology and, and just where we're at. And the, 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 pan, the pandemic's been tough in a lot of ways, but it's also been really good. And, and I know that there are hiccups on the IHSA network and people are getting, you know, upset. We had friends of ours from the Toledo area that were trying to trying to tune in and it froze up for about five minutes. Uh, but I mean, you know, Hey, pretty good. Stuff, it is though. what it is. And, and, uh, you know, nothing's perfect. We're, we're depending on school Wi-Fi's and, right. and the like, but, um, at the same time, they were still able to, to watch the entire game last night. But what we were able to do is the coaching staff, we stayed and watched that game. We sent our players back and, and Larry and Cindy at Redbone. I mean, they don't get enough credit for what they do for our kids, not just our basketball team, not just our athletic teams, but, but all kids at Bar right. Just a, the way they, the, a treasure for the community, without a doubt. Oh, unbelievable. But anyway, they fed our kids, not just our varsity team, but our JV managers, our freshman kids. And so That's we awesome. sent our kids back to Redbone um, with PJ and Albert and Mr. Doyle. And, um, our kids were able to sit in there in red bones and they, um, they watched that game. So, you know, instead of our guys having to sit around there at Lagodi right. and, uh, you know, not really get the rest and get back and get, get filled up, uh, the way they should, they were able to sit there and watch that game while they ate oh, because of the IHSA network. Yeah. And so then we were able to sit there and watch that game. And like you said, I, I was impressed with Lanesville. I'd watched them play a little bit on film last week. Um, obviously, Coach Scott and Coach Nepp were in charge of those guys. Uh, Coach Yoder and Coach Showalter were in charge of day school. And so I felt really, go- really good going in with our preparation, but yet we were still able to see some things live. And it's really, it's really different when you watch somebody play in person versus watching them play on a little, little screen. Yeah. Um, you get a really good taste of how good they really are. Gotcha. So um, I, I don't think any surprises. You guys came out, punched them in the mouth right at the beginning and, and never looked back. Um, I, I'll just move on to – Josh, I know it's tough for you to answer this question. When you guys are clicking on all cylinders, 
I, I don't know who's going to beat you. You know, you you know, we were just I, I was talking to some friends from out of town and they were saying, you know, uh, I watched a little bit here and there on on the Corsi's media site. And and I said, the thing is, you know, obviously, Kurt's really good. Obviously, Hagen slashes to the basket as good as anybody in the state. You got, you know, the all time assist leader at point guard. But then you've got Tommy Kidwell and Jason Jamison Miller and and Devin Graber. I mean, where it's you're just a tough matchup for anybody. Well, we are. And, you know, the thing about us is last night, you know, we got Hagen Nepp clicking. I mean, that kid was as on as as on can be. Mm -hmm. And he was seven of eight from the field in the first half. And, uh, you know, he goes down with an ankle injury with, with uh, you know, about four minutes to go in, yeah. the, in the second quarter. And, by the way, he, he could have played. I, I thought the trainers last night, Brandy, and Nate from the core center, mm -hmm. they were all over um, that injury right when it happened. Great, and you know he's got a he's got a history of, of bad ankles. Right, I mean, that's, right. That's that's the chink in his armor is is the ankles. But uh, they were all over that. They were all over it working on him during halftime. I thought our guys' focus on me instead of on that was really good at halftime. Good, but man, that kid was phenomenal. I mean, it was like okay, I'm, I want to run a set to get it to him at the elbow. All right, we ran a set, got it at the elbow. He scored. Let, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get him coming off of a handoff and get him downhill going to the back. All right, scored on that. <laughs> Let, let's get him off of a handoff where he can shoot a three behind that, behind that uh, the handoff screen. He made that. I mean, that kid would have had thirty five last night, Brian, yeah. Yeah. if he wouldn't have went down with an ankle injury. Okay, so now Hagen goes down with an ankle injury, and what happened the first possession after that? Caden Graber steps up and makes a huge three. Mm -hmm. And so then we come out in the second half, and like I said, we could have used Hagen if we had to. Right. Didn't really right. want to. Yeah. But we, And then now all of a sudden, you know, Tommy Kidwell makes the three. Jamison Miller makes the three. Caden makes three more. Um, you know, and then that really opened up things inside for Kurt because now they couldn't just pack their defense in. Right. And then that's when Kurt Hope went to work. But like you said, we, we do have a lot of weapons. And I feel really good about our team. And, you know, again, Brian, we, we could lose next Saturday at Washington to Timley. They're an unbelievable basketball team. We'll talk about them uh, a little bit here in a second, I'm sure. I mean, that, that could happen. You, you know that you could lose at any point in time. Sure, yep. But I feel like we have the best. Yeah. And uh, if we show up and, and we play, then, then we'll, we play well, we'll advance. And then – I feel like if we're fortunate enough to advance to that next level and we show up and play like who we are, th then we win the whole thing. Right. But again, you know, there's a Gotta lot of luck yep. involved in that. And, and uh, but man, it, it's a good feeling knowing that, that uh, you've got a team like we've got. Absolutely. And looking, looking down Tenley's schedule this year. And of course it's so difficult this year, as we've talked about a hundred times that you don't know who played when and who was out. And, but looks like they played obviously a, a pretty, a pretty heavy schedule, lots of three and four, a teams. What do you see from them initially? And what are you looking forward to? Well, lots of athleticism. I mean, they, they are tremendously long and athletic. Um, you know, their best players, the Pinkston kids and, and all, all that I, uh, you know, all I've been hearing all years, you know, how good that kid is. Um, and I talked to Nate O'Neill from Shackamack, really good friend of mine. That's who Shackamack played yesterday. Yeah. And, and Nate told me, he said, Coach, he said, I feel really good about your team going up against them because if you guys do what you can do, then you're going to be all right. 
but he said, man, they, they are athletic. Yeah. And, and, and this is, and, and this is an unbelievable compliment, I think, of the Pinkston kids. He said, Pinkston is Hagen Neff on steroids. So, <laughs> so that lets you know a little bit about what we're up against. And then obviously, um, they're long in other spots too. And the Humphrey kids, six, seven. So, you know, he matches up with, uh, with Kurt really well. And, and Brian, I think this Tinley team not only is, you know, going to be a really tough out for us, but if you look at their if you look at their starting lineup, they don't have a senior in the lineup. So wow. I would suppose that Timley is going to be a team that people are talking about again right. next year right. at this time of the year. And we just hope that you know they're a year away from from being the <laughs> yeah. team that that I'm sure they got. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I thought that was the first thing I saw. They had played Shackamack yesterday, and I thought, well, that was a very a very insightful ad late to your schedule that you've got a common opponent within, you know, a week and a half of each other. So, or a couple of weeks anyway. So I thought that was Yeah. Good. And I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate too, to be, uh, you know, good friends with Brady days, the coach at Southwestern Shelby and Southwestern Shelby wasn't even supposed to be in the regional. You know, they upset Morristown last right, week. Yep. And then, and they pushed Timley to the brink. And so I'm, I'm, I've got a call scheduled with Brady to talk to him you know, about Tim Lake uh, here later. But like I said, just an initial um, thoughts on them are they're, they're really long, really athletic. But outside of that, I think they're extremely well coached from everything I've heard. They're, they're not just a team that they roll the ball out there and they try to run and jump in pressure and stuff like that. Yeah. They, uh, they're a pretty disciplined team at the same time. How, what, what, and, and we'll wrap up here. I know you're incredibly busy, but I, what, what keeps you up at night? What gives you heartburn? If, if, if a team had one thing, what would that be that would, would make you not sleep quite as good at night? You know, I'm, I'm going to be really honest. I'm a good sleeper. Um, <laughs> when I, when I, when I lay down at night, Brian, I'm the, you know, I just, um, I, I read this book one time, uh, Erwin McManus is the author. And it's uh, the book, it's my favorite book of all time. It's called The Last Arrow. And the, the premise of the book is that, you know, when your days are done here, you need to shoot every arrow in the quiver. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that's the way I go about every day. I just try to shoot every arrow I got. Yeah. And so when I lay down, I sleep pretty well. But it also is a lot easier to sleep when you're 27 and 2 and you've got really good players. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> And as and as we heard on the on the post game show, we I heard you discussing eighty uh, year old guys go, going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I tell you, you know that's the thing I love about these kids. Um, you know, I I can talk to them and be pretty rough on them at times, and 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 they take it all in stride, you know, and uh, they laugh. I think a lot of times about stuff that that I do and I say and. You know, I've got them all in advanced PE, and they're great kids, and they give me a hard time about, Coach, do you, re- you remember saying that in practice the other day? Or do you remember saying that at halftime? And I'm like, absolutely, I re- remember saying that. Yeah. And I meant every word of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, uh, who's got the uh, – just just curious, what assistant coach has the counts folder? Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Got gotcha. you. Um, nobody. We uh, – obviously, Couts has a couple similar opponents. Yep. Um you know, they played Bloomington South, and, uh, you know, before we played South, Jr. told me, he goes, Coach, he said, if you get to that point where you need that, he said, we're going to have a lot of stuff on them because that's who South played in the first game of the Wabash Valley. Okay. Um, Joey, 
Um, he reached out to me uh, after they played him in the Wabash Valley there at Linton. Uh, they beat Linton. And Joey goes, hey, I got all my couch stuff. We'll send it to you. And I said, Joey, I do not want to see it. Don't send me the film. Yep. Uh, because if you send me the film, I'll be tempted to watch right. it. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know, if we get to that point and we're blessed to be playing at Banker's Life and we're playing couch, then I'll reach out to you. But we have nobody on them. Gotcha. Um, we're focused on one team. Okay. And uh, that's the God's honest truth. Uh, I don't care about anybody but Timley right now. I like it. Hey, um, I know you're busy. You've got practices. You've got this and that. Take a minute to enjoy this, okay? Hey, man, I appreciate it. And if there's one thing I've learned over, over the years when uh, my teams have been fortunate enough to make some runs is to kind of step back and enjoy it. And I'll tell you, the, the one moment I really enjoyed yesterday was uh, well, there were two. And, and one was walking out in that tunnel in the morning as the team was getting dressed and just kind of looking out there. And I saw Doyle, um, Mr. Doyle, waiting for our fans to come in. They hadn't come in the gym yet. Yeah. I walked out there in that tunnel, and I was like, you know, man, Lord, we're so, we're so blessed to be here. Because a year ago, we would have given anything to have played in that regional. And that, that was a moment that I really enjoyed yesterday. And then, obviously, up there talking to Jeff and Mike, post game and looking down there on that court and seeing our our kids and our community and our fans and and their family celebrating uh those were two moments that i really soaked in yesterday brian that's great that's great well coach nothing but nothing but the best have a great week stay healthy and uh hopefully uh we'll we'll be in the same position next week uh, celebrating a victory if that's the case it'll be a lot of fun brian all right my man take care hey thanks a lot buddy Hey, that interview with Coach Josh Thompson of the Barry Vikings was sponsored to you by Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery. Where, like the song says, you can let the good times roll. For a great meal, a drink after a Viking victory, burgers, chops, pizza, steaks, you name it, they've got it. Go see the Wilchers there that do so much for this community at Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery. Give them a call, place your order, 486 486- all right we're back tyler you saw a little bit of the games i know you're around the guys what do you think the feeling is coming out of regional saturday for the vikings well i i think we're not playing our best basketball yet and i think thompson said that in an interview the other night or maybe even last night on the news yeah um i don't think we're the cleanest all the time i do think we are we have moments of sloppy basketball Mm -hmm. but this weekend we just I, the third quarter in the first game, and after that, we just kind of took over. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's going to continue. Um, and hopefully, much like the volleyball, we were, we started playing our best volleyball at semi-state. So maybe that will continue with the basketball this this weekend. Same with – I remember when we were interviewing Brian Smith throughout his season at Lagodi, they kind of found – they kind of found their game on, on, in, on Saturday night of the sectional. and and I think they did too. <clears throat> Bari did in a, in a way because – I think one of the keys for Barry, even again, I haven't watched as many of you as you guys have, but I think getting Hagen Nepp involved is a huge key for you all. You did it against Lagodi. You did it twice yesterday. I mean, he had 15 points in 12 minutes. Yeah. I think he's a huge key. I mean, Thompson said he thinks he should be a junior all star. I mean, you could argue it, but he didn't have the year. I mean, we've talked about it. 
he's kind of almost went below the radar this whole year because you have Bryson and you have Kurt, Kurt yeah. and you have Hagen. But well, and and in in Coach Thompson, you know, talked about Hagen, and, and it sounds like his ankle's going to be fine, which is good. But um, you know, like you said, he said he should be a junior all star, and he it, when he gets rolling, Barreve has so many. Yeah. Like I talked to Coach Thompson about, he's they've got so many weapons, unless they're beating themselves in a way, and. And I know Jordan, you're, you you talked to a lot of people around the program with that many weapons. They were down, or they were up what eleven in the Trinity Lutheran game. And, and I'm getting texts from people saying, "Now oh, they aren't playing very good." Now they're up eleven in a sectional <laughs> semifinal, or, or sorry, a regional, regional semifinal. Jordan, what do you think? Uh, did, you, did you go to Barry? Yeah, you did. I did. Okay, yep. what year did you graduate? Uh, 2010. Okay, so you've seen a lot of good teams too. What do you think about this team? Uh, I think it's a really good team. A lot of a lot of great players seem like they really, really play well together. Yeah. Seem like they can really, if one's down, they can, somebody else can pick up Jeff in that spot and kind of yeah. keep, keep the ball rolling. Well, it, and I know Tyler, you've, you've helped coach and, and this and that. I, you just don't see many 1A teams that, first of all, you don't see 1A teams with, with, with the three players of that caliber of Bryce and Kurt and Hagen. You don't see 4A teams. Yeah. Like and then, and, and like I told <laughs> Coach Thompson, and then, you know, maybe, okay, let's just say you shut one of them down, two of them are having a bad day, and then here comes Tommy Kidwell yeah. <laughs> or Jameson Miller. I mean, what – and, and, and Coach Thompson that I interviewed did really, did really answer the question I was trying to get to. Do they have an Achilles heel, do you think? Is there anything you could do to stop this team? Uh, I think if they do, it'll be something that we do. I think I don't think there's anything that a team could throw at us that we haven't seen from another team. It it'll be us being sloppy yeah. on our side. Yeah, and and they've been prone, and, and I guess they have been prone a little bit here and there to some turnovers and and uh, and things. But you know, again, to me, the real test for them is going to be if if. Uh, if they can get in another close game down the stretch because they really haven't been in that many situations like that. No, just a few. Um, the only thing I would think it's even, it's not a weakness, but I just noticed when teams get a little physical is when, you know, Barry struggles a little bit. I mean, obviously you have Curtin, Hagen, everybody, you're not going to struggle that much, but I've, I've noticed that it's when maybe there's a weakness a little bit. Yeah. But, again, and there's not really a weakness. <laughs> the one thing that I'll say is, and I'm probably speaking for big guys out there, you know, I, I wasn't 6'9". I was yeah. uh, about six foot and 250 in high school. And if we would have had a football team, maybe I would have played that a little better and I did basketball. But Kurt kind of gets beat up oh, yeah. down low. And, you know, everybody's like, why aren't they calling the foul? Why aren't, well, he's 6'9". Right. Um and that's not saying any. I mean, a foul's a foul, regardless if he's six nine or not. I'm not bashing officials, and uh, just a foul's a foul. Bull crap, and, he doesn't. <laughs> I've seen tweets that say otherwise. <laughs> um, but you know, and I've always been told, and I've told players that the second guy always gets caught. Yeah, like, yeah Kurt, that's for Kurt might be getting pushed in the back, might be doing whatever, but he reacts to that. The official's going to see that more than the guy just yeah. pushing him in yeah. the back. So uh, that might be something that you know we get. We don't want to get Kurt in foul trouble. Obviously, we want him out there, but he's he's got to be careful about the reaction to whatever he's getting, whatever's getting done to him. He's yeah. got to be ready for. Like that. you say, six nine, you're going to see more of a reaction out of the six four kid or six two kid getting shoved by six yeah. nine than you are six two shoving a six nine. And he's not a small <laughs> six nine. He's a no. yeah. he's a built six nine. I mean, he works his tail off in the uh, weight room. So, 
So Indianapolis Tinley now is looking through their schedule earlier. They can um, they, score some points. They, they, they can score the points. They've and, and you know again like we talked about with coach when you look down through someone's schedule this year, you know um, they've got what nine losses. You don't know who was there for those games. And a lot of us three and four eighteen. Right. They don't have one. I saw one 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 loss to a one eighteen. So. Yeah, and I and I think that. Uh, you know, Coach Holt said it on on the on the girls shows. I think pre sectional that you just can't look at scoreboards this year and tell tell what's going on. Um, so anyway, we'll uh, we'll have some coverage next week being spring break. I'm not exactly sure when I'm going to record or we're going to record or what exactly it's going to look like, but we will have a show next week of some sort, and hopefully it will be a preview of of Bar Reef State Championship game. So kind of stay stay with us next week on a little bit different schedule, most likely. But uh, but that game, the Bar Reef game, is two o'clock at Washington. What do you guys think? Do, you want to you want to go through the tournament. You want to go to state. Does it rob a little bit of atmosphere? I mean, I know it's great to play close to home, but what do you guys think? Do you lose out a little bit of the quote unquote state tournament when you play at North Davis Lagodian, Washington? I mean, it, it it just seems a little like it takes some of the luster off of it. Maybe I don't, I I like staying close to home. It, I mean, I think it's an advantage. It, it definitely a benefit. I think it benefited us yesterday. Oh yeah, being seven miles away. Sure. Um, the team got done playing the first game. They got over to Red Bones. Yep. Got a good lunch in them. You know, we had the Lanesville day school day game on for them. And then they got home, got to get off their feet for an hour and a half, two hours before they had to be at the gym for shoot around. I yeah, mean, that's a hundred percent an advantage. They get to sleep in their absolutely. bed Friday night. Exactly. I know I talked to, uh, talked to, uh, coach Wilsey, um, coach Wilsey's wife, Mandy. And, and I asked her, you guys beat Lanesville. What are you guys going to do? And, they were going to get a couple of rooms, the Gostoff, and lay around, and you can't, you know, how much can you really relax doing that? So, yeah. definite advantage. It just seems. Well, know, and when some. we were in the volleyball sectional, it was at Eastern Green, so we were kind of stuck in that morning game. Do we come home? You know, that's an hour, hour and a half drive to get back home. That's another thing, the traveling yeah. part. I Do mean, you, we got a we got a hotel rooms up in Bloomington, and it's not the same. It's not. Yeah, you're not at home. You know, it's not comfortable. And then we turn around next week and have regional at home. You get to go you, home for a couple hours. You can't get you can't get twelve rooms, you know. So no. you're in, you're all jamming in, you know, two yeah. or three, and that's not not very comfortable. And you're trying to keep people people separated, right? You don't want you know you don't want the JV around the varsity just in case something would have happened. You know, a JV right. player gets oh, yeah, all that's true. Stuff I didn't think about on. that. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Virginia and the Dukes and all them getting it. Well, I know one thing. If I was playing a tournament and I was anywhere near Odin, I know where I'd take my team. Blake, that would be Casa Sevilla at 100 Northwest Street in Odin. They can cater your events, handle your large groups, whatever you want them to do. For that great Mexican food, call 812-636-2000. Got a fantastic menu that I know you've partaken in a few times, Mr. Burkhart. Just a couple. And when you do eat, I know what you drink. Margaritas. Big froze and margaritas. So give them a give them a call for your order or come on in. You can dine in at Casa Sevilla, the house with flavor. So speaking of potential state, did you hear about Couts? Well, I heard I saw they won a close one and then Well, they were celebrating and I guess the school shut down the lights on them and made him get out. <laughs> <laughs> really? Was it at the team they played or something? I don't think so. No, uh I don't know. I saw it on the Indiana High School fans thing on facebook somebody posted about it it was his home school i forget where it was at but yeah 
They're out there celebrating <laughs> and they shut down the lights. Ouch. <laughs> um, thoughts on Linton getting beat? Was that was that surprising to you guys? I think Southwestern's pretty good. Do you think they seen. drove through Davis County to get there? How, how did they get to <laughs> yeah, Southridge? They tried to get around the no-fly zone. You know, uh, and did they have a passport? Because <laughs> yeah, you're in international waters at that point. I was trying to look up Cout's here. Where did they play? No, I mean I don't think it completely shocks me. Um, Triton. Is where they I play. mean, oh, and they did beat Triton in the final. So is that Triton? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was at Triton, fifty-six forty-two. So then so the lights went out. Ouch. Maybe but, maybe they forgot to pay the bill. That that could be. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think of Linton. I think you shut down Hale. I mean, you got a pretty good shot. I mean, I think he still went off for 29, but I didn't see what the other ones did. But I yeah. would assume. Do you think he's selling knives tonight? <laughs> I don't know. It could be. Still I'll one of the you, craziest things. I'll tell you this much. He, he might be starting next year for Indiana State is all I know. Well, they, the may not, they may not have a team. There's yeah. a mass exodus out of there. And, and Don't get me started on that. I've been one. telling Ethan Nepp for a week that he's got a few months to get in shape, and I think he has at least a year of eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana State's looking for players. Right yeah, now. there you go. That's a mess. It, it, it reminds me a lot of what Simmons. they did to Marty at Evansville. Yeah, you know? it's, it's crazy. Um, I, I, I don't know where you find a better coach for Indiana State than what they had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no one knocking on the door saying, let me in, let me in. Oh, I saw one guy said it's the worst job in Missouri Valley. And I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that. I was going to say, yeah, Evansville would rival them for <laughs> Well, that. I think they just meant because of town and facilities and all that. Well, but Terre Haute's not the greatest. No, it's, I mean, it's <laughs> no. the armpit of it's Indiana for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Larry Bird went there, so I don't even know. Well, well, well and Blake Burkhart. <laughs> They're similar. I mean, right there beside each other. Um, I mean, when Marty left, and, and I know Tyler knows a lot about this, I mean, uh, and and I had season tickets for a lot of years there. He got more out of that program than you were going to get. And I, mean, I don't know. With Evansville, you had to be so much higher IQ and yeah. so you know just to get in the school. So right. you had smart players. May not have had the most talent, but you show me somebody else can get the most out of them like Marty did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in those years with Colt Ryan. I mean, we would watch that kid get the living crap beat out of him, and but they had tough kids, and they figured out a way to get Colt the ball when he needed it. And I mean, I, I you know, I'm a Marty guy, and yeah. and I always will be. And I, I thought it was a disgrace, and and I took a little bit of pride and happiness when I saw the whole thing crumble. I'm not well, gonna lie. They were always in the middle of the Missouri Missouri Valley, just like ISU has been. So it's like no offense if you're in the middle every single year. I mean, it's not. A, well, and I, it's I not a conference you're going to dominate. My cousin played for Marty uh, and was a huge Marty fan, loved Marty. I mean, it, I think Blake's – Marty's son, Blake, is going to be his best man in his wedding uh, here in a couple months. So, and when Marty got let go, Drew wasn't real happy about the situation. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think Yui kind of took it out on Drew when he went out and did the open recruitment again. But yeah. You know that's his choice, and right. it worked out for him. He's playing in the SEC now. Yeah, no, it, up some big points. Yeah, so. it worked out great. He's having a good year. Um, what are they on the year? Do you know roughly Missouri? Uh, I don't know that off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah, they have range. they have struggled in the last couple weeks. Yeah. They've dropped out of the top twenty-five. Oh, okay. Um, the thing I heard is they won their first game in the tournament this week, and that should get them in. So okay. I, I, I thought eagerly they were awaiting yeah. a phone call or a text. Yeah, as we're recording this yeah. right about selection time. Um, so let's talk about real quick before we before we move on. Tyler, what's going on with 
Tyler's obviously a top assistant with Amber DeCourcy. What's going on with Barry volleyball in the off season? Well, we're we're in the you know kind of conditioning stage right now. We can't touch a ball. Uh, we do weights, uh, medicine ball weights, uh, low impact kind of stuff right now. Twice a week, just trying to figure out losing six really good players. Yeah, um, trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, you know, we had a coaches meeting uh, a couple weeks ago and sit around. Where's this girl fit? Where's this girl fit? Just early, really early potential, right. you know, roster spots and where's everybody at. But we're excited. You know, I think outside of the program, people think it's unfair. But <clears throat> if we were 1A right now, there's a team over in Lagodi that wants to knock you off in the tournament. Right. Yeah. If we're 2A, Linton wants to knock us off. You know, Washington in the 3A is going to want to knock us off. Yeah. But That'll be a good game. Yeah, I really like our chances. Of course, we're talking in March now. But so now, are you is Barry three A for two years? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that, that's how that yeah. works, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know the whole point system thing. Yeah. Are you for sure going to Washington sectional? Nothing's official yet. Yeah. Oh, to, <clears throat> till the recap. That's yeah. what I would assume. I don't know where else. I think the other, the closest three <laughs> A other than Washington would be down at Mount Vernon, and I don't see us. Getting thrown into that one, but that'll be a good sectional. That'll be something good to look up before before they do that. What? Because I know Bowman Academy in basketball, they went. Did they go to ever go to the three A finals? I know they went one and. We're two. the first public school program to go up twice. Really, Mike Corsi's done hours of research, yeah. and I'm sure he has worked tirelessly. <laughs> uh, Providence volleyballs went up twice. Yeah, they went up twice. They're a two A program playing in four A. Uh, but we're the first public program wow. to move up twice. So. Huh. I'll be done. Um, Graber, do you watch IU basketball? Let's talk about this dumpster <laughs> fire for a little bit. Um, well, uh, I'll admit I am a fan, but uh, this year's not been the, yeah. the easiest on the eyes. We'll just say that, or the or anything else. But it seems like they had a couple games this year. They really everything clicked. They could have turned around, but then they go out and get beat by twenty, or they can't hit a free throw, or Usually just, the games that they play well is when I bet against them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Iowa, that's yeah. about the only two games they played well. Yeah. Um, someone, you know, obviously social media was going crazy the other day, and I said, I, I don't care enough about them anymore to get upset about it. It's mm. just it, – it's not very much fun to watch. No. I mean, when you shoot 13% from three, 40% from free throw. Yeah. It's, it's kind of depressing. It is. <laughs> You're not going to win many games that way. It, it's very difficult, but I tell you where you will win a few games, unless you, you know, you stink, but you have an opportunity to win a few games at Country Oaks Golf Club in Montgomery, Indiana, and the course has been very active here in the last few days as the weather's gotten good. Spring sports practice starts tomorrow, so the Vikings and the Hatchets, Cardinals will be out there practicing, North Davis Cougars, so come on out. The driving range is open. There was actually a couple people out there this evening when we came in to record this. So call 812-486-3300 for Trey Miller and his staff to make your tea times. And I'm sure you can talk about your outings if your business or nonprofit group wants to have one of those. So 812-486-3300. We will see you at the Oaks. Oh, I thought we were going to hit it right on the end of the song, but it kept going. That would have been really professional. Had I could tell you're really that. searching for that the Oaks last week. There's a couple seconds there. Yeah. 
It was something was missing last week. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that though, I do want to say thanks to my buddy Mike DeCourcy, and uh, yeah. he he knew we were we were kind of scrambling to put something together, and he he took it upon himself to to grab Doctor Madison, Jeff Doyle, Coach Thompson, and, and brought him in here. So thank you very much for that. Uh, spring sports starts tomorrow. Um, thank I know, goodness for those kids. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. it's been a long time since uh, since they they played those spring sports. Um, so we'll we'll have those. Those previews coming up um, going forward, baseball, yeah. softball, I'm not sure how we'll do that. Um, we, we, I don't want to get them in here before they've hardly yeah, seen their that teams. Yeah. The fall. <laughs> so, what so, scares me about spring sports are some of these players that had spring off, you know, away from sports and realize that, you know, free time when the weather gets nice is – Yeah. It's kind of fun, and, you know, I'm, it worries me that players won't come out. Uh, and just because they had that one year where they couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah I'm just glad they're getting back out to it because, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, in spring, I feel like that's the season where there is a lot of one sport athletes. There's your golfers, baseball, softball, I mean, track, you know, there's, or basketball. I mean, usually those guys play two or three sports. Fall, you got football, they play two or three, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they're getting a shot. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think this year, as you know, I'm probably more in tune with golf than anything because my son plays. But it's um, this is a year it's going to be very interesting in golf. Bar Reef's probably got uh, as good a chance to to do some really good things as as I'm guessing in the history of the program. So that's exciting. I know there was a day in February when the entire, or I think at least four out of five. Bar Reef golfers were on the golf course in February, and I almost bet you that's a record. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so well, I think it'll be fun. I mean, it'll be like you guys in the fall. You had volleyball, all the competition that's in this area. It's winter. You had basketball, boys and girls, just the high yeah. level of play. And I, I think I it'll, expect the same. Yeah, yeah, it'll continue. I mean, I, baseball, softball, girls' tennis, track, golf. Yeah. I think it's just going to be fun. I mean, again. it's <laughs> yeah, it's been. Cr- Crazy how competitive everything's been. We yeah. haven't had too many losing records. Well, if we've even had one. And that's why this class all around the area, the class of 2021 is a special group of student athletes. For yeah. sure. And um and and it's starting to show on college, you know, college signing day. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of kids around here going places to play. I I'll, I'll start listing them and I'll forget them, but I don't want to do that, but a lot of a lot of top talent. Speaking of top talent in 2021, Colson Montgomery. <laughs> My goodness. He's on a run. Shout how out many, to Mark Roar. Yeah. I mean, how many straight 30-point games is that kid? <laughs> oh, is that I didn't realize he was on that kind of run. Oh, yeah, I mean. I mean, he's a stud. And he's a stud at anything he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he's going to play baseball. And he's probably going to make a lot of money playing baseball. Dude. But he could have went. If he doesn't get drafted, basketball. if I'm Archie, I'm considering it. Uh, Archie may not be that. <laughs> well, I don't have an extra $10 million to make that happen. <laughs> well, you don't, but but a certain owner of the Dallas Mavericks might. <laughs> That's true. So well, I think we I think we hit these guys. You know that when we bring in guests and we haven't done the the B three questions for a while, I think this would be good to pose this to them. So we ask. I'll this give could you. Be dangerous. Uh, I'll, I'll preview it here while I talk. So you know we we haven't done this for a while, but we asked you guys what's your favorite basketball memory, what's your favorite adult beverage or bourbon, and what's your favorite golf memory if you have any. So um, we've had everybody from Adam Shank to Luke Zeller. Uh, Josh Teeter, professional athlete. Josh Butcher. 
<laughs> Lots of famous True. Joshes have answered this question. So who wants to go first? I'll let Graver. All right, Graver. Age before beauty. All right, so Birdie <laughs> starts it off. Do you have a favorite golf memory, whether you watched, played, or anything? Uh, I don't. I tried to play a little bit, so I not a whole lot of or playing great, memories. Or a but. miniature golf <laughs> <laughs> I did set a course record one time in putt-putt golf, but other than that, no. Uh, I don't know. Okay. There's – Blake doesn't. Blake golfs every, at least twice a week, and he doesn't have many good golf memories. No, just say your favorite is Brino winning uh, the classic one year. I don't know. I'd say I mean, he, did, it's he really didn't know story. that he even won until a couple days later. <laughs> no, Woke up on his couch. Yeah, too many drinks on the golf course that day. Uh, <laughs> let's just say it's probably a good thing they didn't play day two of that tournament. I don't know. I'd say growing up. Used to be a big Tiger fan. Yeah. Back when he was yep. kind of coming up and getting in, just in his prime, I guess you'd say. But they used to always be on a, a Sunday afternoon. You always turn the TV on, and Tiger was always yeah. right there. If not in the lead, he was coming coming for the lead. So You know, we've talked before, the the amount of just moments that that guy gave us, just clutched putts or 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 shots that seemed impossible is just crazy. Who knows if he has one more cut. If he makes this comeback, that'd be impressive. Yeah, I, yeah this I one, don't know. I don't know about that. And the whole PJ Tour's acting like, which he, I think, from what it sounded like, he was about dead. But, I mean, like, I know uh, Saturday, yesterday, they were honoring him at the 17th. Oh, yeah. Something special. Yeah, thing. hopefully. He, did you see the documentary on HBO? HBO Max on it. It was interesting to watch his upbringing and things. What about you, Schultz? You've got any memories on the golf course? You seem like you'd be a great golfer. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I have the figure for that. Um, no, I mean, the past couple of years, just playing more, I think that's – and the basketball scramble that they have here every year yep. has been enjoyable. The Kendall Murphy scramble. Yeah, hmm. I don't. I hadn't played in that. Um, uh, might try to get in it this year because I think they're doing two waves, which will be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like Graber said, Tiger. I, th- I think what year was it? He won the Masters there um, a couple years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I remember just watching that and just the comeback. You know, the red the red shirt on Sunday yeah. and the fist pump and. That, I mean, that was just cool. So, well, these two obviously don't know much about golf, but now yes. we're going to get to something they do know about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is where it could get sketch. What's your favorite bourbon or adult beverage, Graber? Uh, I'm a big water guy. I like to stay with the water. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Hence the hot tub. <laughs> water I like, plus I like what? In, I like sitting in hot hot water with my friends. <laughs> you know, and I want to say, we had clothes on when we sent the video. <laughs> It has been a lie that we didn't have clothes on. There were there were there were trunks on. You know, there was another lie yeah. too. There was there were two ladies that really wanted to be in there too, but we we but, needed somebody to record yeah. the video. There were trunks on the ground outside the hot tub. Yeah, that I just I started forgetting about that video. Thanks for bringing that back up. And we worked really hard on that video. We had the red lights and it the was Bulls awesome. theme song going like, on in the it background. Like a, some so. sort of disco. It looks like something. I think there was at least what three or four takes before we finally. Started. Yes, I think that's actually, the one you stuck with. Well, <laughs> well, and we well, won't talk about what we happened. only want to see the other ones. <laughs> what happened after uh, the video was done? Graver, uh, let's just say. He, let's go to the next subject here. Uh, <laughs> well, you're the one who brought up water. It's let's your just fault. say he made a, uh, a sprint. He sprinted to the bathroom as soon as the video was over and i think he went to bed shortly after that it was it was past my bed it was time it was time to go to bed it was time to go to bed so i got you now uh 
usually usually just the beer guy, but I do every once in a while dabble with the makers. So okay. try not to too much. But sorry for that. Suck up. I don't know. There's a bottle around here somewhere. <laughs> Let's just leave that down there. That's, <laughs> we could get real interesting. Uh, what about you? I, is there anything you don't drink, Tyler? Um, Water. I, I, <laughs> I haven't found it yet. Uh, no, I, I the Michelob Ultra. I, I like to enjoy one of those a couple times a night. Um, uh, but I'm a huge, huge, and it's go. got me in trouble. Oh, peach crown guy. Oh, really? And it's hard to find. It's um, you know you find it at a liquor store, and you just gotta get. As many bottles as they allow you to have. Someone else told me that one. Yeah. Matter of fact, a friend of ours had me looking for it down in Evansville. Oh, yeah. was down there. You, you and she and was right. You can't find it. There's anywhere. people around here that will buy liquor stores out. Really, I've heard there's a person yeah. around here that has a stockpile. Yes. <laughs> if you want to hear a good story, I don't know if we can say it on air or not. Oh, no, no, it's open. On most airs, you can't. This air, you can oh, say yeah. anything you want. No. Uh, no, we probably shouldn't say that one on. <laughs> we'll save that one for another Let's just epic. say um, a year ago when the world shut down, okay. it was supposed to be regional championship night. All right. And there was a couple junior high coaches sitting at Red Bones, you know, thinking about, man, wish what, we could. What could have been. Yeah. Um, and the peach crown was delicious. Had some installed. Yeah. Flowing. Um, flowing, we'll say. And I think I just said a few things that maybe upset a few people and. Then the world shut down. I couldn't apologize for like eight months. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, gosh, dang it. I hope they'll, they'll still talk to me. Yeah. I've had a I, few of those when you go into a bar and you, you know, you throw your hat in, you don't throw it back. You know, you're okay to walk in. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the best time. Right now. Let those, let those scabs come on just a touch more. <laughs> what about basketball? Graber, you got any big favorite basketball stories? Uh, I played a little bit, played a little bit in the younger, when I was younger, but, uh, quit, I think eighth grade I quit, but I always remember, I think it was my freshman year, I think we were at Martinsville, Summer State, and there may be what, 10 seconds, five seconds left and Pilmar got the ball and Seymour. drained, or Seymour, yeah. Seymour, yeah. Yeah. And drained a three and that's back when you could still have a you didn't, chair You actually had to go to Seymour? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know, were it's actually. it's been a long time ago. That was against Lanesville. In the semi-state, yeah, really, in overtime, and yeah. he just hit about a half second yep. or a half court shot. I remember it. Yeah. Yep. Tim Hawkins, former assistant principal at Bar Eve. One is he your neighbor, Brian? Tim Hawkins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was trying to hold the crowd back, and I don't think he was very successful. <laughs> <laughs> I think Madison and him had a, tried to put a arm bar. You <laughs> ain't gonna do it on the buzzer here. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, what about you, Tyler? Um, yeah. Uh, well, he kind of stole one of them. Pillmeyer hitting that shot. That was awesome. Um, you the, told him to go first. Yeah, you let me well, go first. So. The one story that, you know, Albert Cavanaugh's got all kinds of stories, but the one he'll, he'll always say about me is over at Reve, my senior year, Reve was really <clears throat> one of their really good teams. They had the Veek, the Seavers. Yep. Um, um, they had a big guy in the middle. I forget his name. But we were down two points, and I had to hit two free throws to put it in overtime. And I'll, I was a little puckered up when I had to go up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, you get 10 seconds to shoot a free throw, and I think I was at 9.5 on the first one, and I heard Brian Hughes yell, shoot the ball. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think right now it's watching Drew, my cousin, play. Yeah. Um, he's had a really great season, and they just got into the tournament. Nice. So good. They play on Thursday night. I think they got a nine seed. So. Oh, good. Okay. Um, yeah, he's you – know, Eight, nine. Yeah. 
it's a dangerous little spot there to be in. It's gonna be it's gonna be so great to fill out brackets. Again. I started <laughs> I started to ask where they go, and then I remembered that. Well, uh, <laughs> I think they're going to Indy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bloomington, you know, yeah. I did see um, where you know IU they're taking Assembly Hall floor off and they're putting the new uh, March keep it like that. <laughs> but they said, what if uh, what was the coach that? Got caught. Samson. I, and they said if the NCAA really had a sense of humor, they would let him coach a few games in there. <laughs> I asked somebody today. I'm like, what could have been if Samson stayed? And what and what he got caught for is now yeah. legal. Shit. Yeah. It's now legal somebody. to do. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, uh, he, Kentucky does worse than that. I think he was every pretty second. Well, I think not, he was a pretty shady guy on a lot of well, different fronts. They're not Kentucky's not very good at it anymore, it looks like. It's true. I th- I read a thing or heard a thing. This is the first time in Forever that there was no Kentucky players on the first or second team of the S- all SEC. I hate that. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, which I wish I if I probably should have paid Terrible. more attention since I do a show that I could have had the actual date. But just trust me, it's been a while. I can tell you there was one player from Missouri that made the first team. That was Drew Smith. So, <laughs> I, now, uh, does he have eligibility left? Or is he, well, I don't. I don't really know the rules as far I was as gonna is say, the NCAA giving him another year. But he's done. He's done. He is uh, done. with okay. his college career, and, okay. I, and he's dabbling in the draft to see kind of what what might happen. And yeah, I think he could play overseas for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, but he's getting married in June, so I don't. You know, I don't know if he'll want to. Has to Luke Zeller about that? That's a mess <laughs> over there. Oh, well, yeah. and right now, who knows what. You can yeah. can you even go over there right now? Right, but. yeah. I I just I didn't know with the new rules. I I didn't know if he was if he was gonna play anymore or not. But yeah, Luke had some good stories about <laughs> going over there and not getting paid. And uh, you have a broken nose, but if you don't play next game, uh, yeah, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, Iona must have some good strippers though. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, Patino's back in the tournament. So hey, and I. Back to the IU thing. Hookers, sorry, not strippers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might have good strippers, too. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and there might be some that dabble in both. <laughs> Rick's son them. at uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, when we were – we, I'm, I'm no part of IU. <laughs> you don't want to be right now. <laughs> uh, when they were looking for a new coach, I said, why not go after him? And I know it's in conference, and that might be an issue, but yeah. you get him and his dad. <laughs> I mean, other than him buying – hookers for his, his dad his dad could be dangerous in bloomington i didn't even know when he was at louisville he looked like he was almost in the grave i didn't even know he was still kicking oh, yeah still eating teams in tournament it's funny watching his kid because he looks just enough like him you, you glance at him like what the hell is going on there hey speaking of uh, some stuff coming up on the show um we're gonna put it together and unfortunately coach michael adams at rights uh did lose yesterday or this weekend so hate that but now we can start getting to work we're trying to put together that uh that washington washington catholic round table get players and coaches and, and things in here we're gonna we're gonna dig into the the uh, glory years of WC and, and talk to players. Bill Rickey, who was part of that program, gave me a big banker's box of memorabilia that I got to start going through to do research for that. So a lot of people looking forward to that. So we'll we'll have some fun. Um, what else, guys? All I know is if Couts and Bari make it and Bari wins, the title of that show has to be Couts Can Kiss My Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that was the best quote from that whole episode yeah uh, greg bateman said you know those guys because uh, he because he had the coaches round table the next night which i've told people 
I haven't lived around here for a while. I didn't know that WRCR did that exact same show. <laughs> yeah. And so thank you for Greg and, and Wags for coming in and, and being a part of our show. Uh, it was just pure ignorance on my part. I didn't know we were stealing it from them, and they came in and, and had fun. But but Bateman said, yeah, you know, they call that birdies bourbon and basketball, and they really take that seriously. So I, <laughs> I, I don't think he was talking about the basketball that we took seriously, but we yeah, have a lot two of fun different flavors here. shows. Yeah, there you go. But it, that was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, I, it, I'm not sure where that came from, but Couts can still kiss my ass. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Tim, or Triton thought they they could, too. Yeah, Shutting off on Anybody beat Barry, you think? <sighs> Barry beats Barry. Yeah, exactly. If they lose, Barry beats Barry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And Couts could hang around 10 points, yeah. you know, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's – they're just – they're the, the three, you know, Bryson, Kurt, um, Hagen, you got them, and then you got people coming off the bench that can just light you up. Yeah, it's again you said for a four A school, but definitely for a one A school, it just you just don't have that much talent. You know, I was at Wrights for seven years, coaching volleyball and girls basketball and eighth grade boys basketball down there. And the year, um, and I don't remember the exact year, but the year where Wrights was just scoring 120 points and just running up and down the court yep. and trapping you at the half court and just getting after it, that was the best high school basketball team I've ever watched. Yeah. I mean, scoring 130 right. in a high school game is nuts. Right. Um, this is this team here is probably number two. I still think the Wrights team was is better than the Bar-Eve team this year. Probably a think, little faster, I would yeah, say, and, overall. And you know, just long arm on the trap, just trying to get deflections and go. Uh, but I think it would be a heck of a game to watch if you could get that team right. in their prime and this team right now and go at it. Yeah. What do you think, Graber? Any chance that Bar-Reeve loses one of the next two games? Uh, I think I'm going to have to agree with, it with uh, Coach Showtice over here. I think if it's anybody's going to beat him, it's going to be themselves. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking. I mean, dude, as a fan, two fans, did you almost have to celebrate more – last weekend because it almost had to feel like almost a semi-state or state of 1a almost I'll, i celebrate all the time well i understand wrong question wrong guy to ask i forgot i can remember one of the greatest things i ever heard this this guy i'm pointing at tyler for people that are not watching this on tv um we're sitting at red bones one night and he was talking about a, a different school and he's like i don't even know why they have fire trucks they don't ever win anything and i said I, I, I just moved back to town. I didn't know Tyler real well. But I'm like, you know that like there's other uses for a fire truck, right? To just celebrate tournament time. There are. What? <laughs> I can tell you this. The Montgomery fire trucks are polished for sectional, regional, <laughs> semi-state, and state championships. And the thing is, at Bar Reeve, it's one of the few schools that has more of those than fires. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> that might be true. All right, well, let's wrap it up, guys. I appreciate it. We've given you guys a lot of hell and had a lot of fun, but I'm glad to finally get you in here in the studio. It was a good time, and uh, we will look forward to all of those. Thanks again to Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, for being our title sponsor. And, of course, thank you to Country Oaks for providing the studio that we uh, do these masterpieces in, Casa Sevilla and Red Bones. We appreciate their support. Check out our new logo, too. Yeah, we're kind of rebranding a little bit, so. It's missing one thing, a hot tub. <laughs> no. I'm not, sure, no. I'm not sure what can happen for us to add a hot tub to the logo. I don't want to know what has to happen. <laughs>
So on behalf of all the sponsors, the Hot Tub Time Machine guys, Blake Burkhart, I am Brian Emmons. Stay tuned next week for a show as we keep following the Bari Vikings on their trek to a state title on the B3 Podcast. Hi, Brian O's mom. Hi, you're moving home. <laughs> <laughs>